Welcome back, Cracked fans, to another edition of the Cracked Interviews Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. So much fun stuff going on in the tennis world right now. All eyes in the professional world turn to Madrid, where we've got the WTA Premier event, as well as the ATP Masters. To hear more coverage of that, check out our mini-break podcast, breaking down the biggest storylines, results, controversies from each day at that tournament, as well as the Challenger Tour, all things going on in the professional world. But we are well aware that this weekend, the NCAA Round of 16 is upon us. Obviously, this year, they're doing the Round of 16 separately. It's its own match this week. And so all eyes turn to the eight matches on the men's side, eight matches on the women's side. We are so thrilled today to be joining for our guest on the Cracked Interviews podcast, a returning member to our podcast. He is a UNC four-time All-American, twice in singles, twice in doubles, the 2017 NCAA singles runner-up. Will Blumberg, welcome back to the Cracked Interviews podcast. Yeah, thanks. Happy to be a part of it. And I, I told you this beforehand, but the last time you had Dalton, uh, he is brief with his questions. That will not be the case this time. I'm, I'm ready to get into the depth, so uh, sound good to you? Yeah, sounds good. Let's do it. All right, cool. Cool. Well, then let's start here. Obviously, the round of 16 is this weekend. You guys last week at home beat Navy 4-0. Then in a, in a match against Georgia, you guys have a very confident 4-1 victory there. You didn't finish either of your singles matches, but you got two wins at one doubles. Were upsets in both of those matches. How are you feeling? How's the team feeling going into this weekend? Uh, I think we're feeling really good. Um, we played some good matches this past weekend. Uh, Navy A. Um, had a good year i believe they're in the patriot league and they uh were able to win their their league and and uh we were happy to host them we played a good match against a good team and then um everybody knows what georgia's capable of and um they're really talented and we played an incredible match against them and it's always good to get tested early um um now we have usc so it's always good to get a good match under our belt um and get ready for the next one and I do want to look at the USC match, but just looking back, those are your last two matches at home. You know, now your junior year uh, complete at, at Chapel Hill. Just big picture, I know coming into the year you had an injury. I believe you had surgery in the fall. Uh, what are your thoughts looking back on the year at this point? Yeah, it's good. Um, I would say we had a pretty good year as our team. Um, we played really good matches against um, some of the top teams in the country, and we actually had um had a lot of them almost won we just weren't able to close them out some of them that was actually on me um um but listen we were putting ourselves in positions to win which is what you want and uh we're all feeling healthy and feeling ready to go in the end of the year and we're all clicking so um this is the time to do it and and uh looking back we had a good year and uh we're ready to finish on a good note I always appreciate interviewing the college guys because you can tell the UNC media staff has done a good job with you and many college departments do across the country. But a little bit of the cop out there, if you don't mind me pestering uh, again. Is it true that you had surgery this offseason? I did. And just out of curiosity, if you don't mind sharing, how did that affect your preparation? Did you feel lingering effects at the beginning of the year? Because, and I say this with all due, you know, you're a phenomenal player, but you look at your dual match 7-5 and five record, that's not the sort of success you had the previous two years. Yeah, um, listen, I'm not a big guy on excuses. You know, I had, a, I had an <laughs> issue. I had to, I had to fix it uh, move, to move forward and feel good. Um, I had it in the end of October. And uh, yeah, I was, it's pretty much a 12 week at least recovery. So um, doing the math, it took me a little bit into the season. But listen, I was feeling pretty good. And, um, and now I'm feeling great. And I 
not really dealing with my elbow problem anymore. So that's incredible for me. Um, but listen, I mean, there's no lie. I've, I've been pretty clear and honest about it. I haven't had as, as many wins, you could say, as, as I did last year, my freshman year. But the matches I lost, um, I had control of almost all of them, whether that's up a set and a break or a break in the third or um, whatever that means. And those are against really good players and players I respect. So um, my win-loss record might not show it, but um, my my level that I'm playing at and everything can attest that I'm right there just previous years and uh, I'm ready to lock in for the rest of the year. You you mentioned your candidness about you know your disapp- not disappointment that might be too strong but you your results not being where you wanted them to be. I read a phenomenal piece about you in the Daily Tar Hill and getting ready for this. Uh, you talked about you know you're tackling tennis and life and your emphasis on the we and the team aspect. Uh, just in general, when you go through an injury like that, because it is you know so unique, I want our listeners to keep in mind you were a singles finalist your freshman year, so. To go through something like this, how helpful is it to have the team to fall back on as opposed to getting injured had you turned pro at this point? Yeah, it's incredible. It's uh, Honestly, it's a little like how, and this is something that younger guys can relate to as well, it's a little like when you're homeschooled um, in high school and you get sure. injured, um, it's kind of like, well, what do I do now? Like, had I been on the pro tour and I had to get elbow surgery, it's kind of like, well, what do I do now, you know? I, I just have to recover. So being able to do that in an environment like college, being around teammates and, and an incredible staff that was able to help me, um, help me through my, my rehab and everything and training, it's, it, it's incredibly important and something that I think is, is the reason why I'm back feeling healthy and feeling good and, and, we're, and we're able to stay happy through it and everything, which is important. Um, so I think it's, I think it's everything. And you look at your team coming into this NCAA tournament, as you mentioned, uh, a number nine seed, given where your team has been these past couple of years, may seem low, but you guys go 20-6 and six on the year, 20-5 and five in doubles points. Uh, obviously, you and Bo have a ton of success at one, and for you guys in particular, you get a rematch after last year's round of 16 against USC. Is there any extra juice in the buildup because of that? Um, I think definitely. Listen, uh they're they're a great team, very well coached, and um, they play with with a lot of class and stuff. So there's no animosity or anything. And um, but definitely we're juiced. Listen, they they ended our year early uh, last year, so uh, that's a big piece of, of this for us. We're we're glad to be here, and we're glad to play them, and um, hopefully rewrite the history books. But um, we're ready to go, and 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 they ended our our year last year, so um, there's definitely a little bit extra chip there. So. And I'm definitely looking forward to watching all of the yelling, all of the things that make yeah. college tennis so great over the live stream this weekend. I, I do want to ask in terms of this season, and I'm going to include Robert Kelly in that group with the Jack Murray, Ronnie Schneider, you know, the the group that had so much success in the buildup to you coming to UNC. Uh, but this year it's a little different. You know, you, Bo, Simon, the older guys on the team – What's it been like kind of adjusting to upperclassmen status and embracing more of a leadership role on the team? Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely different. Um, coming in my freshman year, we had Ronnie and Jack, and um, last year we had Rob and Bo, um, and this year um, kind of me and Bo have taken more of a definitely like the leadership role on the team, and it's fun. You know, it's, it's, it's cool. um, people know, listen, our team's incredibly close and uh, 
of family, which is something that, that gets us through a lot of tight matches. Um, but it's been interesting. It comes with a lot of responsibility. Um, we've had some highs and lows, but um, I think it's fun. It makes it all that much more fun. And, and uh, yeah. Yeah, and just the last USC-centric, and then I do want to get a little bit about uh, talk a little bit about your just history with the game and whatnot, but you get another matchup with Brandon Holt. That's obviously a rematch from last season. Anything, any particular things you're looking forward to from that? Um, me, and Grant, me and Brandon are good friends. Um, uh, we traveled a bit playing some challengers together and playing some tournaments, and uh, he's a great kid. Um, he's got a really nice family, and he's a great player, so... I'm really looking forward to playing him on on his home courts and uh, should be another good match. We had a good match last year, and he's a great player, so I'm just looking forward to it. You used a word there that reminded me, home courts, this round of 16 format, different than ever before. Any, you know, you, you guys are on the opposite side of the top eight seeds who are probably loving getting this home match. You guys have to travel to a home team as opposed to at a neutral site. Well, what do you think about the format change in general? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I guess I guess I don't really know what to think yet. Um, <laughs> we, uh, I'll, we'll probably have to go through it. It's definitely. Um, I would listen. We would have loved to play at home, um, but we'll we'll accept any challenge that we have to. We played some good road matches this year. We played a lot of tough ones, um, so it's nothing new for us. Uh, USC is is an incredibly nice campus, and their center is really nice. So it's a nice place to play. Um, and it doesn't really matter where you have to play. you got to show up, um, especially in this round. So um, it's an interesting format. Um, but uh, I'll probably be able to give you more info after. <laughs> well, I'm using that as an excuse to get you yeah. back on the pod for right. round three. Yeah. Uh, um, but I, I do want to ask, has it changed your preparation at all for the team? Um, I mean, we got out here pretty early. Um, it's definitely different having a three-hour time change, I guess, that just could depend on where the tournament would be held either way, no matter whether it's a super regional or not. But um, I don't think so. I think it, I mean, it probably puts a little more emphasis on the regular season. Um, if I were to look in retrospect at the, like kind of, if I were to look back at it, I mean, I, I, every regular season match counts, you know, cause you can't, you can't be number, I don't know, 14 and still host at home, you know, and then go to the site. You have to, Course. You have to do well um, throughout the regular season, and we had a good regular season. Um, but listen, so it, it, it's an interesting thing. It's cool. Um, it's new. So, yeah. And are you guys done with class at UNC? Yeah, we're done. Finished exams. So that's kind of nice, right? Yeah. We, well, we finished exams uh, this Tuesday was the last day. So. Ah, and then you flew out to California. Let me tell you, if I was still in college and had done with class, and they're like, "We're flying you out to LA," I'd be like, "Okay, yeah, sure." No, it's it, it, it's not bad. Uh, my brother lives out here, and my uncle. Uh, so it's 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 LA of all places. It's nice to come to. Huh, very cool. Well, then I do want to talk a little bit more about just you in general because, as I mentioned, I'm a big fan of yours. You've Thanks. obviously accomplished a lot of cool things. Uh, yeah, but the sucking up there is over from here. <laughs> just tough questions. Um, good. I. You know, since we, I, I believe when you spoke with Dalton, it was a little bit after uh, maybe your sophomore year, maybe right around, or maybe right around the start of then. And obviously, uh, since that, that was the moment, right? You know, your first season after uh, making the NCAA finals. I'm just curious, after an experience like that so early in your college career, did it change your perspective on staying in college? You guys also make the final that year as a team. That's got to be thrilling. Uh, did you, you know, maybe enter in college anticipate? leaving pro uh leaving and going pro early just how have things changed for you 
Yeah, it's definitely. Uh, uh, it was definitely. It was definitely interesting and 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 tough in the same moment. And um, I was I was super super thankful um, and happy that I did incredibly well my freshman year. Um, and it also added an incredible amount of pressure, um, which is a good thing. I I actually think I think pressure is a good thing, and it makes you um, train harder and play better and. Uh, yeah, I mean, people, you have a target on your back playing because of your results and stuff. And, and my sophomore year, um, I was ranked number one in the country between one and two or three pretty much the whole year. So playing with that, people want to beat you all the time. So they bring your best, uh, which only makes you better in the long run. Um, so that was that was interesting about the results in school. And uh, leaving school early has never really been results-oriented for me, um, to be honest. Um it was it's a lot of it has to do with health and how I feel and 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 physically and and all kind of those aspects come into play more for me if you if you kind of base all all your decisions on your results you kind of have a lot of highs and lows and things that affect them that are outside of your control but um I would say a lot of it is more in how I'm feeling and how I'm progressing and and stuff like that See, I heard a rumor you and Luke May tied your fates and it's like all right if you go to the NBA I'll go pro <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> no, maybe not. But just you, you talk about playing with that pressure and uh, those sort of expectations. Uh, do you still continue to think college w- was and is a you know a good pathway for those who want to prepare for professional tennis? I mean, I think most definitely. There's no, there's really no question about it. Um, and you would absolutely recommend, you know, to any high, you know, maybe short of winning a junior slam, because for our listeners, you grew up in the age of the Tommy Pauls, the Fritzes, the Opelkas, Tiafos. Those are, you know, your contemporaries, and they, you know, some of them won junior slams. That's obviously incredible. But you, you know, you're still with college all the way. Yeah, I, I, I'm a huge college fan. Um, those guys have had incredible success, and that's awesome, awesome, awesome for them. And I could not be happier for them. Um, but that's just not everyone's path um, to say that your average high school or even ITF player like them uh, is going to have the success that, that they have is, is pretty BS. So um, I think that college is an incredible path. Like we've seen a lot of guys do now with Nori and Stevie and Isner and Anderson. And I mean, listen, all, the, the amount of people that have done it at this point kind of speaks for itself. Um, growing up as a person, as well as a tennis player, is, is just as important. Um, so I think college tennis is, is the way, way to go. And if you don't mind, could you elaborate a little bit on both of those things? Because I think the maturity aspect is something that uh, it's just so hard for fans to grasp. Being on tour as an 18-year-old, how difficult that must be. But then also from a tennis standpoint, can you maybe share how you've improved what you like about your game since going to college? Yeah, sure. Um well, I guess I'll, I'll talk about the mental side here first. Um, but basically, after you you're, you would finish high school or 18 or 17, 18, when these guys, some of the guys are trying to go pro, um, not only is it just is it just playing tennis, but it's week in and week out being there mentally and physically and staying healthy and traveling 30-some weeks on the road and being alone. And, and, and that takes a lot of commitment, and it takes a lot of – uh, mental energy and not that it's easier to do it when you're in your 20s but um, you're way more mature and more accustomed to it and a, your life's a lot more in order and if you can learn to have time management and and be be professional and all these things like 
the more time you can spend focusing on that on that when you're younger is huge. And college tennis and college in general gives you the best, in my opinion, the best like plan and the best route to do that. Um, so, yeah, and then just feeding into um, <clears throat> like the physical side of things. Um, there's definitely no rush. I mean, a lot of these guys are on tour 27, 28, 29, 30. Um, I'm 21 right now, and a lot of the guys in college are 20, 21, 22, and I believe 100% that an 18-year-old <clears throat> could hugely benefit from going to college and working with fitness trainers and, and the coaches in college who are, who are incredible um, and just getting so much stronger and more fit and working on shoulder rehab and getting your arms stronger and preparing your body for a 30-week kind of professional schedule. Um, that a lot of people aren't ready for because you might think you're ready and you might be super excited and, and into the highs and you might as an 18 year old see a contract from a company and be like oh my gosh that's so cool and I need it you know if I if I do this I can post on my Instagram and I'm going to get a lot of likes because I do this and then six months later it might not be working out and you might be like damn man I really wish I might have gone to school you know so um, I would advise all all people to go to college tennis I think it's, I think it's an incredible route for your mind as well as your body I look that was as convincing of pitches I've ever heard I yeah. completely agree with you and, and I'm curious uh, again from the tennis standpoint and this is probably just because I'm a tennis nerd but no ad scoring being you know such a unique format to college tennis you've played challengers since college you've obviously adjusted between formats do you think the no ad is benef- beneficial for you getting ready to play tough points on the pros yeah I mean it's interesting um, I've looked back um, at some of the matches I've played in college and maybe I'll lose 6-3 in the third or maybe I'll win 6-3 in the third and sometimes I'll be like damn you know like I just lost a couple of deuce points and there the <laughs> you know there it is and like that's kind of frustrating and stuff but at the same time it teaches you that every single point matters and every single point you have to play with a purpose and you cannot take points off and you cannot just make a dumb error on a big point you know and that's it's, I think it's huge like in how it translates to the pro tour and playing playing big points deuce points you know 30 all 30 40 like it's actually incredible in college like how many times you see people come back from low 40 like these these you cannot take points off you know or someone's serving and you come back in a return game and you get yourself there and you find yourself breaking momentum changes so um i think it's all important and it's cool it's different um but i think it does help uh, one match that comes to mind, you talk about that yo-yo effect of the deuce point. I was at the indoors in Chicago when you played Borna Gojo. I, I think that was a match he won 7-5 in the third. And, I mean, the, the shifts in momentum were incredible. I'm pretty sure, weren't you down a break in the second and then suddenly you weren't? And it was just, you know, it kept going back and forth. Yeah, it's it's incredible tennis to watch. And I, I am also a big proponent, obviously, of college tennis. That's why I enjoy covering it so much. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, just, you know, again, a, a couple more, if you, if you don't mind, just on the development side, because I, I think you seem to be so happy at UNC, and I'm just curious, if you were give, to give advice to someone going through that recruiting process now, uh, what would you tell them to look for? And, you know, it doesn't have to be tailored to you, but just in general, what would what advice would you give them? Yeah, it's tough, you know, because everyone's, everyone's so different. Um, but listen, I, I, I would say take a lot of visits and don't rush your process i know a lot of kids get so excited and so hyped up on the process and and 
and they commit so early. You know, I don't think there's there's so much of a need for that. I would say, take visits and and have your parents and yourself talk with the coaches and and see where you think the team um, atmosphere is the best, as well as where you're going to improve the most and have the best relationship with the coach, um, and kind of go from there. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be different for each person, but I would say the most important is the team environment team atmosphere as well as academics and 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 how the coaches are at the schools there's a lot of coaches um a lot of good coaches out there that are ready to help you develop um yeah yeah you you talk about that team environment i read that you and bo boyd and your teammate are roommates um just what has it been like to get to live with someone on your team become so close How, how fun has that team aspect been again for you yeah, it's it's incredible. I mean, and it's something you don't you don't really even expect, you know. Like, I uh, I don't know. Like, I could have never imagined being being as close with Bo as I am, and and it's just something that's cool. It gives you an opportunity to meet new people and have new experiences, and and um, you know, we have we shared a ton of memories in college, and a lot of good ones, and some that some that we'll never forget. Um, in our in our apartment at Chapel Hill, we have a picture of Bo clinching that semifinal match, like hanging in our in our living room and stuff. And it's just cool to look back and look at it, and and uh, hopefully create many new memories this year and moving forward. But um, it's just cool, yeah. It's, I'm super thankful. And uh, again, I did my research in this podcast. True or false? Your freshman year, while on the road, you and Bo would often just share a bed in the room. <laughs> That's tough. That's a tough research piece, but but that is that is accurate. <laughs> Look, it happens to the best of us. Rothman, who uh, the guy I usually do the podcast with, many occasions. I get it. you're building camaraderie with your doubles partner. Yeah, I mean it's nothing weird here. I mean we're just <laughs> exactly. sometimes we'd fall asleep there. <laughs> and uh, you know, just in general, has it been so fun tough. playing with Bo this year? I know you guys uh, did a lot of shuffling around doubles lineup wise, but it seems like you and him have really settled in that one doubles position quite well. Yeah, it's uh, it's been awesome, man. I mean, we uh, we actually had some success in uh, in the carry challenger um, this fall. We made the semifinals of the challenger, and we lost uh, something like ten eight or something in the third. Just um, some good players, so we had some good double success. Um, and it's cool, you know. It's fun, like being playing on on the court and being really close off the court. So I believe hundred percent that because of how close we are off the court, it translates on the court. So um, it's been awesome. And you're a you know a big guy, an aggressive guy. You go for your shots. You like to move forward. But again, getting back to that developmental part of college tennis, would you say college doubles is equally as beneficial for your game as maybe the singles aspect? Yeah, definitely. I mean the amount of I mean you're working on returns and serving volleying and and all those pieces I mean the amount of college doubles players that you see having success on the tour is limitless um so I mean I would I would say that it's it's incredible for for your development and one of the coolest things I got to see again uh was I think a photo of you golfing with the Bryans I imagine there was some tennis thrown into the mix as well uh what's it like playing doubles with those guys yeah, it's cool. I mean, they're obviously the highest level you could ever be at um, and the greatest to ever play in doubles. So, yeah, it's cool, man. I mean, their their reflexes are a joke. Um, their returns and serves, the way they hit their spots and and uh, their work ethic is second to none. So I'm just thankful to uh, have them as, as my mentors and, and uh, be able to use them as a resource to bounce uh, information off and stuff like that. 
word on the street is they like to go for pegs. True or false? <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, they're competitive just like anyone else. So <laughs> they have a, uh, a sitter, they're going to let you have it. Yeah, and how was it as as golf players? Yeah, they're good. Um, Bob's working on his swing, and they got some good swings <laughs> and some good moves, but um, they're probably sticking to tennis for now and <laughs> and then working on the golf game later. All right, I'm asking this, and be as honest as you can possibly be. In your head, are you better at golf or tennis? Tennis, I mean, for sure. <laughs> but... Uh, for sure, tennis. But but eventually in life, I hope to work on my golf game a lot. Yeah. Well, and again, I, I know you're a phenomenal tennis player, but more thrilling at this point, the ace down the tee or that that you know five iron that lands, which is right next to the pin. <laughs> I mean, there's this no brainer on the five iron. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a beautiful feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Hey, while we're on golf, any thoughts, Tiger winning the Masters? Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, it's awesome for the game. My brother, Alex, was actually able to be down there. I think he watched all four days. So um, it's an incredible comeback story and, and something I was loving watching. Um, and it's awesome for the game of golf and sports in general. So um, maybe he can keep it rolling at the PGA. No, I love it. Well, then, I again, I want to be uh, kind with your time, and we appreciate you coming back on the podcast. I want to do one more thing before you go, run you through a little bit of a rapid-fire series of questions. that sound good to you? Yeah, sounds good. All right, cool. One of the reasons I like to do this is, for our listeners who don't know, college tennis, 99.9% of the time, you're, you're practicing, you're hanging out with your teammates. You get to know them really well. I have some teammate-centric questions. Is that all right? Yeah, sounds good. All right, we'll start with the easy ones. Favorite hitting partner? Uh, Bo. Should I limit your amount of times you can answer Bo? <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, I mean, if I'm being honest, yeah. though, I mean. <laughs> no, that's fair. How about this? Teammate most likely to hook you in practice? Oh, man. Probably Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, teammate you enjoy getting dinner with the most? Bo. I mean, that's tough. I don't care. I'll argue with anyone. Uh, that's fair. Best to go out with? Damn, I mean, <laughs> what do you mean? Probably both, man. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'd ask best to share bed with, but the answer is clear. Um, all right, we'll, we'll go off of the Carolina teammates stuff for now. Favorite city in the world? Um, oh, that's tough. I really like to... Traveling to Melbourne for Australian Open, I thought that was really different and cool city. Did you get to play the Junior Slam there? Yeah, I did. Oh, how, how, which of the Junior Slams did you like playing the most? Wimbledon, right? I it's liked Wimbledon. Be. Yeah, just from it. Well, it's tough. I, like when people ask me this, I would say from a tennis perspective, playing Wimbledon was second to none, and like walking on the courts, and I would get the chills and stuff. Like it's incredible. But like playing U.S. Open. Um, for me, that's where I grew up training, so um, that's like 30 minutes from where I live and stuff. So from for me, like U.S. Open was incredible. But from a tennis like history standpoint, Wimbledon was a joke. Oh, so if there's one major you could play as a professional, would it be the U.S. Open? I would say U.S. Open, yeah. Yeah, that would be so in front of the American yeah. crowd, your home crowd. Yeah, that would be freaking yeah, awesome. Uh, favorite meal off the court. Um, hey, the hard-hitting questions. I told you it's gonna be tougher than Dalton. 
I know. This is tough. Uh, maybe maybe like a, a little lemon chicken. <laughs> that is exactly what you eat at the ninth tee. <laughs> uh, a little lemon chicken action. That sounds delicious. Um, all right. Summer plans for Will Blumberg. Uh, I'm going to take some time off after after uh, the individual tournament um, and then play some challengers, maybe uh, some 25Ks. Um, may, spend some time in Orlando, spend some time in Chapel Hill training, and uh, yeah, just some tournaments and travel and play, and then I'll take the fall off again and, and uh, play. I love it. Well, then a couple more real quick. Uh, golf course you wish to play the most? I mean, Augusta. Just the, uh, I, yeah, that was an obvious one. Yeah, that was a bad Easy. question. My fault. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. All right. Um, huh, let's think. What else do we want to know about Will Blumberg? Is Will Blumberg a car guy? Car? Yeah. Is that what you said? No, not really. Yeah, well, I don't care. Just get, get you to A to B. I love um, it. Well, what about – what's the – What's the warm-up song you're listening to on the team bus? I listen to, I believe, I think, uh, I think Dalton asked me this last time, but I listen to, uh, like, Jungle Remix. It's, it's <laughs> Is uh, it the same? There's, like, J- yeah, it's in the same for, like, maybe, like, I don't know, at this point, like, seven years or something, but oh, I listen God. to the same one. Uh, it's brutal. All right, well, then my last question for you, for our listeners at home who will be watching this weekend, give them their pitch for, A, why they should tune in to the Tar Heel-USC match, and, B, why the Tar Heels are the team to beat coming into this last final weekend stretch. Yeah, listen, uh, I believe they should all tune in to our match and every match this weekend. you got a lot of good teams, um, a ton of incredible tennis players, and there are going to be a lot of good matches. Um so if you can tune in, I know a lot of their, their live streams, you're going to see some of the best best tennis players in the country and hopefully some of the best players eventually in the world playing this weekend. Uh, I believe all the matches are free. Um, mm-hmm. So if you can go out, go out there. It's an incredible level of tennis. And for us, listen, uh, we're all healthy. Um, we're feeling great um, playing out here this week, this, this weekend. Uh, we're ready to go. We're, we're, we're clicking at the right time. So, um yeah, I mean, we're keeping our heads down and working and, and playing for the right to get there to Orlando. And it starts this Saturday, but we're ready to go. All right, well, that's awesome. Will, thank you so much for taking the time. Good luck to you and your Tar Heel teammates uh, this weekend. And, you know, good luck to you as you play the individual tournament as well. And, you know, hopefully we will get the chance to talk to you again soon. All right, sounds good. Go Heels. <laughs> go Heels. Take yeah. care. <laughs>